0: Equity in a property is perhaps the most important indicator of all when investing in real estate and flipping houses, but most people don't really understand equity and when to use it and why it's even so important. And most people who think they understand equity are actually calculating it incorrectly. So on today's video, get out your calculator and get ready to nerd out with me. We're going to do a deep dive into real estate equity and why it matters so much coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Data Cruncher software, which finds cheap houses in your area. Get it now at MyDataCruncher.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make more money flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. In order to really understand equity, there are a few real estate terms and equations you have to know first. So let's start with value. In the world of flipping real estate, we use two different numbers when evaluating the value of an investment property. First is what's called the fair market value, which is abbreviated to FMV, or what is also called current market value or CMV. Now we're gonna use current market value for this video, but it's the same thing as fair market value. Current market value is referring to the as is value of a property in its current condition if it were to sell today on the open market. You determine the current market value of a property by looking at recent comparable sales from similar properties nearby in similar condition. But as flippers, current market value isn't the only valuation we look at. We also look at the after repair value or ARV. When calculating ARV, Instead of basing the value on its current as is condition, we look at the future or potential value, assuming that significant repairs are made to the property. As flippers, we wanna know what will this property be worth once it's fixed up? To determine ARV, look at recent comparable sales of similar properties nearby that are updated and renovated. Now I have an entire video dedicated to exactly how to calculate the ARV of a property. I'll put a link to that video in the description box below and you can watch it later. Now to illustrate both CMV and ARV and the distinction, let's say we're looking at a distressed property and based on its current condition, the CMV is $70,000. Again, this is what it's worth right now without improvements on the open market. But if you were to renovate the home and do a new roof, windows, kitchen and bath, flooring and paint, et cetera, the after repair value of that same house or the price a buyer would pay for it all fixed up, let's say is 130,000. Now, the distinction is very important because in the investing world of flipping houses, your basis for evaluating a good investment all starts with the current or potential value of that property. Understanding the value of a property impacts your investing decisions. More on that later, so keep watching. So the next time someone says, hey man, I got a deal worth 150,000, you know to ask, is that CMV or ARV? Okay, there's a few more terms and calculations we need to go over and then we'll get to equity. The next calculation in order to understand equity is what I call total capital investment on a property. The total capital investment on a property is the total financial investment, including the purchase and or improvements and any other costs associated with investing in a property, such as closing costs or financing costs. In other words, what is my total cost to be all in on this deal? For example, let's say I purchased a distressed property to fix and flip and I had the following costs to be all-in on the deal. The purchase price is $60,000, let's say, and to buy that property there is $750 in closing costs, you know, to pay escrow, closing fee, title fee, recording fee, etc. Then let's say we have $30,000 in repairs to fix that property up. And let's say that we got a hard money loan for 80% of the capital, which would be a loan for $72,000. And let's say the total financing fees for points and interest to borrow $72,000 comes to $5,500. And let's say in order to sell the property for full retail value, once it's fixed up, we'd incur another 9,100 in closing fees. This covers commissions, title insurance, prorated taxes, et cetera. You know, all of the fees that you have to pay when you sell a property. So if you add up all of these real world costs to get into this fix and flip deal, you would have a total capital investment of $105,350. So as a fix and flip, if you sold the property for anything over $105,350, that would be your profit. Now we're going to come back to this example in a minute, but let's look at a quick summary of all of the numbers we've discussed so far, and then finally get into equity. I promise we're almost there. So we have a current market value of $70,000, we have a purchase price of $60,000, we have an after repair value of $130,000, we have debt or a loan of $72,000, and we have total capital investment on the deal of $105,350. Okay, so now we can finally talk about equity and where all of these numbers fit together. Equity is simply the difference between what's invested and what it's worth or its value. So you take the value and you subtract the amount invested and what's left is equity. Now, I think it goes without saying, but the point of investing in real estate is to buy with equity or create equity. Otherwise, what's the point? Now, we're not done here, folks. Let's dig even deeper because there are two different ways people look at equity. The first is the value to debt equity. Now this is only looking at the difference between the value and the debt. So in our fix and flip example, the ARV is 130,000 and the debt or loan is 72,000. So if we're just looking at the value to debt, the difference would be 60,000 in equity or 46%. So based on what you've learned so far, is $60,000 really the equity? If we sold the property today for 130,000, would we walk away with $60,000? Now I hope you answered no, this is a common mistake where people only look at the value to debt equity, which is not a true depiction of the real or true equity. The true equity is what you would actually put in your pocket if you were to sell the property today on the open market. So let's look at our fix and flip example again. If we were to sell the property today for $130,000 to a retail buyer, what would be the true equity that we would walk away with and put in your pocket? after recovering all of your investment to do the deal. Now, pause this video and do the math and we'll see how well you've been paying attention. Okay, if you said 24,650, then give yourself a sticker, you were paying attention in third grade math class. If you got it wrong, then public schools have failed you. All right, let's review it. If the ARV of the property is $130,000 and we sold it to a retail buyer for $130,000 and our true equity is what we put in our pocket, then we would subtract our total capital investment of $105,350, which remember, is all of the costs associated with doing the deal. And we would subtract that from the sale price of $130,000, which means we'd walk from the deal with the difference in our pocket of $24,650. And just for funsies, let me ask you, what's your true equity on the day you buy the property before fixing it up? Pause this video and see if you can answer it correctly. If you said 10,000, you sorta kinda are not really correct. If the current market value is 70,000 and you bought it for 60,000, the difference, yes, would be 10,000, but that's your gross equity, or what I call your paper equity, not your actual or true equity. Remember, your true equity is what you would put in your pocket if you sold it, so don't forget the costs associated with buying and selling the property. If you paid $750 in closing fees to buy it today, and then you turned around and sold it tomorrow for 70,000, and you paid, let's say, $1,500 in closing fees to sell it, your true equity would be 7,750, not 10,000. So the next time someone says they have 100,000 in equity or whatever, you can roll your eyes and say, yeah, right, because more than likely that 100000 is paper equity because if they sold that property today and subtracted the total capital investment for them to get into the deal, they would probably not walk away with 100000 in their pocket. It would be much less. Now let's switch gears a bit and talk about how to use equity when you're prospecting for leads or looking for deals. When you're looking for a motivated seller, the very first thing you need to verify is is there enough equity in the deal to even pursue it? In this case, I'm specifically referring to the value to that equity of the property. In other words, can they sell the property for current market value and pay off any debt from the proceeds? For example, let's say you find a distressed property and you want to wholesale it or flip the property and your buy number to make the deal work is 50000 And let's say the owner has a loan on the property for 30000 or 60%. That means his paper equity is 20000 or 40%. So on paper, if you just consider debt, if the owner sold the property for $50,000 and paid off the loan balance of $30,000, he'd have $20,000 left. So assuming he would sell you the property, that deal would work. But what if his debt was $70,000? Now we got a problem. That's what we call upside down or negative equity. He owes more than the property is worth. If he sold you the property for 50,000, he would have to come to closing with 20,000 to pay off the loan of 70,000. And there's a 99.999999% chance the seller is not going to pay $20,000 to sell you the property for $50,000. This situation usually ends in a short sale or a foreclosure. For this reason, when farming for motivated seller leads and especially when buying data, always use an equity filter. Make sure the seller has enough equity so that you're not wasting your time talking to sellers that are upside down. I recommend using 40% equity as a filter. And that's why my house flipping deal management system called Flipster is so important. One of the best features of Flipster is the motivated seller leads because when you're looking at the data, we provide the equity So that way you make sure that you're only going after leads that have enough equity and you're not wasting your time. Now for active subscribers to Flipster, we give you free motivated seller leads every single month. To learn more and see it in action, just go to getflipster.com or click the link in the description. Now, one final thought on equity. Equity is how net worth is determined because if you took all of your assets and you sold them and recovered your total capital investment on those assets, what you're left with is your true cash net worth. Okay. So by now you should be an expert in equity. If you feel more enlightened than you did 10 minutes ago, show some love, hit that like button right now and leave a comment. Let me know your biggest takeaway from this video. I'd love to hear from you. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. As of this recording, there are 373 videos. So I'm dedicated to helping you make more money flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. And I'll see you on the next video.